Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Here we go! Skiddly diddly biddly diddly biddly diddly diddly biddly diddly diddly biddly diddly 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 That was kind of a hybrid from like always and last week, which was the first time we ever did the skiddly, but I'm kind of liking it. You know, I missed it. So I I had to feel like I had to jump in. Right? I'm liking the skiddly. If you would like to, you know, weigh in on the skiddly, then let us know. You can go to websworldwide.com and send us an email through there, or you can go to Facebook or Instagram and look for uh, the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. How we're, we, we're off how to we're the doing ra- so far. And we're off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is Webisode number, what did we say? 60-something? 68. And we're back in the house. And we're back in the lab. Never fear. The lava lamp is, in fact, burning brightly as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. I I have to say right away, I have not seen Simon in three weeks. This is the longest time I've gone without Simon. Seeing Simon, Cy, since Sunday. Three weeks without Simon in my life. You're really good at alliteration, I don't know know exactly that definition, but... You know what alliteration is? 45 fans fled following Fred's farting frenzy. Yeah, exactly. Use the same letter at the beginning of every word and and string them together for as long as you can. And you're one of the people that does it better than anyone I know. I mean... Do it again. Do it it again, Dad. Do it with P. P? Pretty Paula's panties... (laughs) Well, that one went dark. Josh, I'm just going to say. No, we're editing that. Yeah, that one was, I mean, PG-13 at bet, maybe R. I don't know. Jeremy and Josh jumped Juniper Junction. It was better at the beginning. And so anyway, you know, it's like anything. During. During doesn't. During. Adjuring. Adjourning. Jerry. Jerry duty, probably. New Jersey. New Turnpike. Jersey could be in there. Not wow, it couldn't. Shoot. So anyway, we're you we're can't back put me on the, the spot like that. You and leave you might, me so up, and you throw me down. We're in and out here. Joss wasn't here last week. We were here. Simon was here. Now Simon's like the new guy that's here all the time. Ryan was here last week. Joss wasn't. Now Ryan's gone. Joss is back. Simon's still here. I'm always here. I live here. My wife's kicked me out. That I got to pull up. Yeah. Couch out. You've basically I'm made this couch. You basically made this place an apartment. I mean, is there a shower upstairs? So one thing, I'm still. It's a hose at this point. It's a hose. Is, it's it's not, not luxury. <laughs> trying to figure out. I'm gonna. Is there anything worse than like hosing off in the morning? Not a wor- like I want a hot shower in a marble Xanadu. Right, I like do have a kitchen back off. there, so I could warm my water on the stove. You go <laughs> mamma style. Warm up a big, warm up a big bowl of water. Let me tell bathe. you, I don't know. I'm, it makes me sound so old, but I have definitely taken baths where my grandma heated the water on the stove. Wow, that's old. Is it? 
Yeah, they're also like you know killing chickens in the backyard well, yeah. and like the soup with, with chicken and dumplings that night was fantastic. Yeah, right, fresh. I remember. I mean, I, when I was a baby, they 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 bathed me in the sink. Yeah, is no, that the, old? That's the warm water. No, exactly. And when I that was what I was thinking of, you'd bathe in the sink, and Mama would would boil the water. Right, not as, for the tub, as well as the chicken. Well, it, yeah, boil a chicken, kind of a fricassee. <laughs> I don't think I, that's funny. I don't think um, either of us could fit in the sink at this point. Yeah, not I couldn't at this bathe point. in the sink. It'd take a lot of water. The, the pot <laughs> they'd have to boil. It's like a stock pot. You know? I'm getting that amount of water to warm. Temp. It, you know, the, You'd probably get a phone call. We're in a drought here in Southern California. <laughs> right, it takes me, what, seven minutes to get the water warm for macaroni and cheese. Yeah. For our bodies, it would take the weekend to get it warm. Yeah, and he has weird hair. <laughs> Can you imagine the weekend just spinning the weekend boiling water for your bath? <laughs> Um, what was talking about grandparents? You, you you came in with like a joke your grandpa used to tell you. Well, he he used to say I, she was only a fisherman's daughter, but when I showed her my rod, she reeled. And then you went home and baited your own hook. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> See how you finished that there? And then you went home and finished that there. I finished it there. <laughs> there at home because she reeled. <laughs> Your grandpa said a lot of funny stuff. He I love funny. it. Uh, your grand, one of my favorite, one of your grandpa's lines was, "You'd be standing there, and a pretty girl would walk by." What What would he say? He would say, um, "That and a bicycle ride would kill me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great line! I love too. He was at the when he he was a huge horse player. He'd go to the racetrack all the time, and he'd be sitting in his seat, and before he bet, he goes, "Well." I can't make any money here. Yeah. Before he has to go to the window to bet. Who, who the fuck wants to sit here? It's time to go make money. And, of course, lose money. He was so good, though. He bought a car with his horse winnings, a uh, grand piano. Yeah, he was a horse guy. Horse guy. And he would come home. When he had a good day, he'd come home. And my, my grandma's name was Mary. He goes, Mary, shut the blinds. <laughs> you ever been to the track, Simon? No. You've no. never been to the horse track? Oh, man. We got to take you. Joss is quite the... What do you call a guy that's savvy on the, at the track? A horseman. A horse, horse player. player. Horse, yeah. Horseman. He, he, it's in his blood. Like he's saying, his grandpa was... They, ta- a, they taught, taught him me, how to handicap. First and, grade. They taught me how to read the racing form. So and, I've my, been down to Del Mar with Joss a couple times. We've been up to Santa San Anita. Anita a couple times, yeah. It's fun. It's definitely fun. I mean, you don't have, you know, whatever. You throw a couple you know dollars here or there or whatever, or even not. Have just a couple beers and watch the horses run. Right. Eat a couple hot dogs. You're, you're going to gamble if you go. I mean, why not? Yeah, exactly. Legal I mean, gambling? You, you can't not gamble. I think it's fun. And especially when you're with some, like, I, it's, it's like all sports. And, like, I have really no knowledge whatsoever. But, you know, I have my, like, so much of horse racing is superstition, too, or what I like to think is, you know, 
part of the game. And so for me, I have my like things. And and I think you'll you'll agree that a lot of the guys, like the old school dudes that are horse guys, had their little kind of rituals or the certain kind of, you know, yeah. because I mean, at the end of the day, there's so many vari- variables. I mean, you can't nail it down. I mean, the jockey's having a bad day, the the hay that they got a hold of that week for the horse had some weird you know virus in it or who knows got some bad ketamine right the that one you know there was a there was a, a rain that morning they didn't anticipate and that horse that you expected to win that day just does not run well on wet turf well, or whatever you we, know we had a buddy who um would put his bed in a buddy my dad's buddy would put a bed in so it'd be done if he, see, if he sees a horse taking a shit you know Bet yeah, on him. Bet on him. Yeah, because he lightened light, light yeah, the yeah, load. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's a great one. And so he, the thing is, there's this great flow at the horse track because what you do is before every race, they bring the horses out to the paddock. Is that what it's called? The paddock. Yes, Jared. Yeah, they parade the horses around the paddock and you get a view of all the horses and the jockeys and you get to see like what they're looking at or what they're looking like real time right there before the race. And you say, oh, you know, I was planning on, on betting on that horse, but ooh, God, he's got a little mangy or that. Jockey looked like he made, you know put on a little couple of LBs or you know well, or whatever. Somehow that's exactly right because a lot of the horse players go down to the post parade to watch the horses walk and they have jockeys up, you know, jockeys up, and you see horses that are the favorite and they're sweating. They're called it's frothing, and then it's like that's never a good sign because so they're it, nervous or they're exuding uh, energy. Yeah, that, that they they're gonna won't be tired have on the already. Exactly. So I like to do that before every race, and it gives you something to do, right? There's this flow. If you time it right, there's this, like, you hit the bar, you go down to the paddock, you see the horses, you go up, you place your bets, you go out, you watch the race. You go back to the bar, you go out to the paddock, you go to place your bets, you go out to see the race. And there's this, like, really nice flow you can set up at the racetrack that's my favorite part of it. There's definitely a rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's it's a rhythm. And Josh is, like, again, a guy that knows... That rhythm, and so he's, it's fun to well, go. It was great we'll because sometime. we used What's the to, season? Uh, I think it's at Del Mar right now. They had the Breeders' Cup at Del Mar uh, last week, which is, uh, Simon, if you don't know, the arguably the biggest day of racing in the world. I mean, Dubai has a couple big days, but Breeders' Cup, it's like all million-dollar races, and they finished with a $5 million Breeders' Cup Classic. And it was at Del Mar. And I can't believe I didn't go. Why didn't you? You always invite me to the fun ones like that. You didn't even give me the heads up. I mean, the five south on Saturday at Breeders' Cup, pretty easy to get in, right? There's a train. There's a train. That's the thing, and that's fun. You take the the coaster down, and then you don't have to drive. Do you remember the coaster, like, in the late 90s? I mean, it was like a, I, I mean, a shit show beyond shit shows. People ripping weeds, cigs. Handing out bottles to strangers. That's now the they've train. they've tightened that up though because there was are. a somebody, somebody blew it. There was the guy. There Why are you looking a, at me? There. Well, he was he was about six feet, hefty, two sixty, not two sixty, two twenty eight. Jovial. Jovial. <laughs> Jovial. <laughs> Who blew it for everyone? Because there was a guy who blacked out and picked, uh, got in a fight and hit a cop about 15 years ago, and it changed the whole way the coaster works now. That's a true story. Where are you Jovial. looking at me? 
Everyone's looking at you. Was it you? Wasn't me. I was just there being jovial. (laughs) It was some guy with tattoos. (laughs) Tattoos? I would love to go to the horse races. Everyone here in this room has a tattoo but me. Simon has tattoos. The thing is, for the distillery, we've decided. I, I think we've talked about it in the past. Do I need to get one? Uh, one of the things uh, about uh, manufacturing of alcohol is one of the most important things you need to have is a little thing called your DSP, and that is a distilled spirits plant is what that stands for. And it's a number. You get your DSP and then there's a number uh, in each state has an allotted amount that they're allowed to to give out. And um, once you get it, it's literally your license to to produce alcohol. So... So you don't have a case of DSP. No, no, you have a a DSP number and that's your license number to produce alcohol. Okay, so it's not a degenerative disease. No, it's not a degenerative. It's your license to ill. License no. to ill. It's license to license swill. To license to still. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. See, it takes a combo. Yeah, it does. we'll get there. So we're thinking about making it mandatory that anybody that comes to work here has to get the DSP tattooed on them somewhere. Somewhere. Doesn't have to be not, like not FOH. Like we're talking like what's FOH mean? Front of house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we don't mean FOH. No, I like, know. like back back of house, like the the real the real big big dogs. You know. Yeah. How come you went FOH, but then went long with back of house? Uh, uh, can you go BOH? BOH, yeah, BOH, <laughs> FOH, FIC. You know, SOH. What side of house? SOS side of house. That's the guy that comes into the side door late night and sells weed to your line cooks. How much are you paying this side of house? No, Cut. you don't pay him. Oh, he's on his yeah, he's free market. He's on the side. Side. It's in his title. It's in his job title. Side of house. He's He's got to get it tatted. Yeah. Who, even side of house has yeah. to get it? Yeah. You said That's you hot can, sauce. You said you can get it anywhere. I don't, I don't know if you want it anywhere. What if it's a cool number, though? What's a cool number? Is 11 cool? CA187. DSP CA187. On an undercover cop? Exactly. DSP69. Well, what if, what if I'm, I don't know. What if That's... I'm DSP32817? It doesn't work like that. It's it, not that bad. It, it, it's also going to cost more money. It's more numberage. Yeah. Every time you got to paint it, you got to... Not when you got a guy. If you get in the fifth digit, now you're talking into the 70s, 80s of dollars to get well, a tattoo. Well, it varies for every state. The three letters. There's, there's, like, so the, the state, like, acronym is in front of the DSP. So you could be California 187. There can also be a Kentucky 187 or a Georgia 187. But, uh, to, again, to save money, you would go GA 187, I would assume, right? You don't want to put no, the whole yeah. state of, you don't want to spell no, it Georgia. Yeah, no, it's CA. The the DSP has CA in front of it. Okay. For California. Or, or GA right? if it yeah. was Georgia. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. MS That's for Mississippi. Acronym, acronym for the state. Exactly. Okay. He said acronym. Okay, good. So if, uh, the worst, again, Mississippi guy. would be the weirdest. My guy. Mississippi, you'd have to go around the entire arm. 
And then the numbers would be then the numbers would be on the back of your arm. It wouldn't even make any sense. It'd be cool to be Mississippi thirteen. Would you go? I guess MS thirteen. MS thirteen. I don't know what that means. Where's Missouri? What's Missouri? Am I? Mo. Missouri's M O. I think. M U. What? What's Minnesota? MN. What's Indiana? I N. Are you going to have an Indiana number? No, uh, I'm no one's going to have a California an number. Hard segue. So, guys, I had a pretty traumatic thing happen today. I had to go get a medical procedure. Uh, look, look to the dentist. Mm. To which again, I wouldn't like that. I don't love going to the dentist. Today, what I did, it was you know, it was just it was invasive. First, was it invasive? Not necessarily invasive. It was awkward. It was awkward. What I had to do is I had to go. Hey, hey I'm just gonna put it out there. You finally fixed your hairline. Yeah. I had to go get an ultrasound of my scrotum. What? Wait. <laughs> an, uh, an ultrasound of your scrotum? See if it was beating right? Yeah. No, an ultrasound is like a internal picture. They have like a camera. He's had kids. Yeah. The, usually when you get an ultrasound, it's to go look at your wife while she's pregnant to check out the ah, baby. Right. That's an ultrasound. Right, I had to go get an ultrasound. I'll be like your thirty thousand babies of my yeah of my of my of my testicles. It's a weird one. Never heard of that. Why you might ask? I, I was going there. Okay, <laughs> I was going to tell you anyway. Inevitably, we were going right. there. Why? One has been riding higher than the other for over a year now. Um, and, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like the, uh, X-Files of, of, of scrotal, uh, orientation. No one seems to know exactly why, but it, you know, it, it is kind of maybe grounds for more, more research a little bit, you know, not necessarily concern, but the doctor, you know, everyone seems to notice, oh yeah, oh yeah, it is, it is riding a little higher than that. Is that... What do you mean everyone seems to notice well, that? You know, How many people have seen it? At this point, a couple. I've, I've had to show, you know. It's, everyone it's is the what you used. Everyone? Let's say, let's just put it this way. It, it's has, the, come... has, has the guy that you bought your bacon from noticed I'm it? At an age... No. No, he, he, I haven't I haven't had to share it with him. But I'm at an age where I've started to go get some, you know, somebody else's opinion about what the hell I've been doing with my body over the last 47 years. Or in this case, your scrotum. Well, you know, and so in so doing, like I look here, I never had a doctor, like a general practitioner, like this is the one doctor that is my buddy. You know, in like 80s and like 90s movies, you go in and you're like, hey, doc, and the guy, you're kind of buddies. Right, the, kids, probably, the kids knew him. Yeah, you play racquetball yeah, together. Racquetball? Yeah. Okay. Did handball? Handball, tetherball. No, the stuff in the gym. What's the indoor stuff? Racquetball. That's exactly what well, I mean. And we're perfect for the eighties. Yeah, nothing was bigger yeah. than racquetball. Played racquetball. I wanted that. I want, it was time for me to get a doctor that I have a relationship with. Maybe we. I'm not probably gonna play 
you know, racquetball. But I wanted him to know me, you know, what was going on. So, you know, over the next few years, he can be like, hey, Jerry, you really got to cut down on those Twinkies or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah, Jim, I will. Yeah, wink. Right. Yeah. As you had like three in your coat. Yeah, pocket. hey, Jerry, lay off. Maybe you lay off the. Snickers. Are you, have you been. Have you know, you, how much have, do you drink? A little. Yeah. Dings. So I thought it was time. I went in, you know, and there's other, there's procedures that you're supposed to have as you get older. Mm-hmm. You know, that I've been, you know, people have been saying, hey, maybe, hey, did you go have the, this thing or that thing? I was like, no, I haven't had that yet. Well, maybe you should. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll go get a doctor to do that. And in the process of meeting the new doctor and him giving me the full once over, it's like when you get a new mechanic. You take the car in, they're giving it a once-over, they yank on the muffler, it comes a little loose. The guy's like, hey, this side of your muffler's like a little lower than this one. You yank on the muffler. Or whatever. And it comes a little loose. You know? So in the process of going over the chassis of this old, to keep the metaphor going, car, he noticed my muffler was hanging a little lower on one side than the other. Or higher, as, it, as the case may be. A know. higher muffler. Yeah. So today I went and I had it scoped out a little bit. How does that work? It's an ultrasound. When you're what you have, you have kids. Is Simon? Do they put a little gelatin and a thing over your ball sack? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's and then I'm we're looking at it, looking to see the it for a heartbeat. Exactly. Like, not well, not for a heartbeat, but she definitely was having me like push, like bear down. She kept saying, "Bear down." Bear down. Yeah, what do you want me to do, here, lady? So here's what I'm getting to. It was awkward, right? It sounds Full like home. a it sounds like a horrific experience. Go into the thing, drop chat trowel. Drop trowel. Chick they got the, the heated tube of, of squirty squirt. She So there was gel. Oh, there's full of course there's gel. So if this is a real ultrasound of a ball. Full sack. blown, man. This is what I'm saying. I'm to blown tell you. away. Squirty squirt on the thing, right on the satchel page. Warm. Okay. So it's all warm. Whoa. I actually didn't expect that. So thanks. You know, but I didn't want to say thanks. Did it move? Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Regardless of what my, 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 you know, physician's assistant looked like or whatever. She's holding it on my 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 scrotum, scrotum, and she's typing stuff in with one hand, and she's got it up there with the warm thing, and it's jiggling around. Yeah, like I had to. I literally had to. Like I went in there thinking it was gonna be all clinical, and then there was there. I had I really experienced a moment of panic where I was like, wow. Like, this is weird. I, I hope it doesn't, because it'll get awkward, you know, if I started to... Going like, to get awkward. <laughs> blood it's rush. awkward. And by the way, imagine this woman's concentration. How is she typing with one hand? The last thing she one hand. Is glance back down at her wand and right. see my wand. Well, I mean, there's a lot of wands in the air here. Yeah, it was... I'm about to mention so a lot of balls in the air So then I go into full-blown here. panic mode, not for any other reason, just because, like, you know... I don't know how to explain it. She was it was jiggling, there was warm gel. She's typing. Yeah. <laughs> She's typing. Oh, I no. mean So then I ended I panic and I feel blood <laughs> rushing to my low my nethers. And I'm like, oh my god, this is super sucks. What in the world am I gonna do? So then I just start where what do you do? 
you know, I, I start going to weird places in my head to try to just like escape from the moment. I was like, like picturing like, like my mom cooking breakfast, <laughs> you know, like the smells of home. You know, I'm thinking of like work. Like, how did I get? I'm trying to take myself out of the moment. Uh, give us. Uh, are you laying like where are you laying? Are you laying in one of those beds with the sheet on like that crackly yeah, paper? Like, you know, she's got, you know, please and take are you off like, your clothes are and you put pr- your sheet are you presenting? You. Oh, that's the other thing. Are you presenting? Are you laying well, no, up? I mean, no, you're laying flat on the table and you got the sheet, and then she comes in and she like situates the sheet so that like you know just the part is exposed that she wants access to. I'm sure so she doesn't want weird, any. She, like, she doesn't want any sheet jostling yeah. situating happening. And then she had brought in a warm sheet, so I was all like warm. I was thinking you should just let me be cold in here. I think we'll get a closer. Look Pick at this. Yeah. You don't want it. So she brought me the warm sheet, which I thought was a weird move. And then she had to, like, prop everything up with, like, a, a wadded so towel. That's, that's what I'm talking about. We so, like, pr- spread your legs and we she were, propped yeah. it up on a towel. You were presenting. And then, you know, it was, I'm telling you, man, a lot of lot of movement. A lot of movement. Uh, have we got a, I had di- to go have to we got a, have we got a diagnosis? I mean, yet? I was, I had to go to places, man. I had to take myself out of the moment. It was, it was like unclogging a toilet at a stranger's house. It was like, uh, you had to think of all. I the just things. didn't want it to be weird for anybody. Me, you know, the, 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 the ultrasound technician. There was a second person in the room. No, it was just, yeah, me and the ultrasound. I kind of wanted to just let, wanted to say, Hey, just give me the wand. Let me do it. We'll get deep. It won't be weird for anybody. <laughs> I'll show you whatever you want. How about this? I mean, how hard can it be? She's the one that went to school, so sure, you interpret the the images, it's, but I'll aim the thing. It Give sounds it like it sounds like she's asking how hard it can I be. I kind of wish she just would have given it to me, man. I would have gotten up in the show. Over here is kind of where I've been feeling the... Well, did they go... I mean, we can talk about this the entire... Uh, did, did they put the gelatin on the highball? No, they put the gelatin on the wand. And when I say wand, I mean her—the instrument that she was using to the, the camera. The camera. Yeah, she. And you hear it. It comes out of the tube thick too. I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh, and then at the very end of the thing, she like hangs the wand and tosses you a towel and says, "Clean yourself up." I literally felt like a, so like used. Used. Yeah. Clean yourself up. Toss me a towel. Where did the wand go? All, it, it's a when she was done with it, she hung it up. She removed, hung it up. Well, like I mean, a towel. They had like she had like a, you know like a what? There was a condomish kind of a thing on it, a cover. Hung it up. I mean, it's like anything. What it with the thing that she looks up your nose with? If she's checking, she your, throw that out. No, they put there's a little cap thing condom they put on it. This is a disturbing anything during story. the COVID era has a. Some sort of condom, other covering on it that they throw on. away. The wand has a mask on. Yeah. Everything has a mask on, man. So have we had the diagnosis yet? I said, I'm like, hey, did you, you... I mean, I'm trying to make conversation during the thing. Well, you make can't less... ask, like, what grades your kids are in school. Well, you have to think she's hurt at all, right? Because some people are super, don't care, so they're going to say all sorts of weird, probably inappropriate stuff, you know? And so I said something. I actually actually think I said actually twice. I actually think she 
thought what I said first was maybe some kind of like snide remark or offhanded joke. Offhanded. But what I said is, I, I'm like, well, so you see anything? She's seeing it all. She she's it. like, what? I'm like, do you see anything? She's like, well, I see your testicle, is what she said. One. She, well, she was plural. on one side. And I said, uh, how, you know, does it look, I mean, do you see anything wrong? She's like, well, I, I really can't discuss the diagnosis. You have to talk about that with your doctor. I'm like, well. But she's like, I can say it looks a lot like the other ones I've seen. So you got to think if she saw something really wrong. You don't want her going, Jesus yeah. H. Christmas. Yeah, the last thing is. Holy yeah, fuck. <laughs> she gets the camera on there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. That's That is panic mode. That's when you're like, you know. There's a problem. Alarm goes off. You know, somebody comes over the loudspeaker. Can we have a doctor do examination room three, please? We have an alien. You know, I, this. So story, I don't think I had an alien. No alien. Now, I mean, I've had an ear exam that's been awkward. A te- that kind of examination. I can't imagine what well, you was you know, going was through in your head. Like, as you get older, I think, like Simon, you ever have it? Anybody you know, hold a camera to your? No, oh, well. Uh, well, I've had the, the cough, yeah. cough now, <laughs> you know. Well, everyone's had that. Yeah. Besides uh, that, and other... our principal in high school used to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no, no ultrasound wand on my, my, my plans. Well, anyway, I'm sorry to take us down that one. It was it, it was a new one for me. It was weird. It seems very. I'm weird. glad it's over. I hope I don't. You know, what if they say they have to come back and look again? Like we didn't really get all of it. Would uh, you go for a second? Well, yeah. I mean, I want to know what's uh, going Mr. on, Mr. Webb. Listen, um, we kind of missed it. Can you come back in like in three days? It looks like a pretzel. Yeah. yeah. Torsion. Is what I'm... uh, A raisin. Is a word I've been hearing thrown around a lot. You don't want to hear raisin. Raisin? Looks like a lot of the other ones I've seen. (laughs) Made me feel good. And then she threw a towel at me. I felt... I did. I felt you. You have a standard... You have a standard... Tijuana whorehouse. (laughs) Standard ball sack. I have a standard testicle. (laughs) Great. You know, I can go either way, too. Like, if, if she's like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen a testicle like that. This is amazing. Oh my God, it's what if beautiful. It, what if it no, was like, what if, what, what, I was what if she was either. just like, this thing is gorgeous. That's a perfectly sculpted it's an, yeah. it's, it's testicle. A, it's a perfect testicle. I've never seen such, such symmetry. <laughs> you know, let, let, let me bring a few other nurses in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a couple doctors, too. <laughs> Have a cracks of beer. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're like FaceTiming. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, that would have been cool. Well, You're on Instagram. Like... Yeah, it's not what happened. <laughs> Yea, though I walk through the valley of death, I also fear no evil. <laughs> All right. So that was an amazing story of horrific proportions. Yeah. I, now I picture that. The problem now is I have to think about that. 
and the position you were in. And I can't imagine how awkward that you can, you can say you were told to towel off. There's no way you felt the same in that car ride home. No, I felt weird. You f- Simon picked me up. Did I seem weird? You needed a pickup? Yeah. Did you need a pickup? You couldn't yeah, drive home? Off, yeah. This is basically an outpatient surgery. You couldn't drive yourself home? Yeah. <laughs> they wheeled me out. Yeah, they wheeled. In a wheelchair. <laughs> it's weird, man. So. I don't what know. What is that? Is that the <coughs> Uzo? You're drinking the Uzo. Speedbag will be happy to hear that you, you're drinking the Uzo. It's the DJ Steve. I'm not a big fan of Uzo. I watched you knock back like eight Jaegers, dude. Yeah. It's the same thing, but brown. I don't know. Uzo's mm. even more anisy. Licorice. It's great. Very anus. It's got a nice. Oh, it's got a niece, baby. It's got a nephew. <laughs> You're going anus. On the east. Oh, fine. I, I'm, now we're mixing like Jack Daniels with anise. You mixed. It's got some knees, dude. Anise with Jack Daniels. You know, it's it's good. It is great. not. It's, I it's don't fantastic. like it. That's good. I don't like uh, Ike and Mike's. No, I'm not a black licorice guy. Mike and Ike's are fruit flavored guy. <laughs> What's the other one? Good and plenty. I don't like good Good or plenty. I've had enough of good. Yeah, I've had plenty. Of good. Yeah. Good and plenty is the last move in a movie theater ever. It's like. It's dead last. I like, you know, I would rather have junior mints than eat a bunch of anus. By the way, if we're on this path, you're only getting popcorn in a movie. We're not on this path. We're not on this path. Talk about. (laughs) Talking about eating, let's talk about a little bit what we ate tonight in the in the kitchen. Simon was on point tonight. So what we were doing in the kitchen tonight was a lot of long game stuff. Uh, when I say that, it's stuff that we weren't likely to eat anytime soon. We uh, started a uh, pickle, made pickling spice, um, and started a brine, I should say, for a pastrami that we plan on eating next week. Um, and uh, so, uh, and we made a kimchi. Simon made a kimchi. We're going to do some sauerkraut. So all of those things um, we didn't get to eat tonight. We're not going to eat till next week. So we did a lot of cooking tonight that is stuff that we didn't get to enjoy. And while we were doing that, Simon whipped up a fantastic little jjigae. And if you don't know what jjigae is, tell us what it is, Simon. Jjigae is pretty much... The Korean word for soup, uh, or like hot pot type of type of deal. But this one in specific, specifics was a was a kimchi jjigae. So it's just a kimchi stew. We had a good uh, pork belly on top, some rice cakes, some some daikon, some it's, tofu. Yeah, it's it's the best thing for. for it was absolutely day. ridiculous. We were talking about it. It's it's it's. Stewy. I mean, there's so chunky and there's so much in it. It almost goes beyond the realm of soup into like the stew world. Mm-hmm. And great. it was fantastic. It's stew. It was, you know, I had every bite had a chunk of something. Couple in bowls, it. and I will tell you, I am stuffed. It's like a Korean 
uh, beef stew or goulash. Yeah, great on a cold dinner. night. It was oh, there was a little heat in there. What do you think, yeah. Joss? It was spicy. But but you know we're three guys that love spice. So right, we would talk about what level that would be at Grainworks, and to us it was a perfect spice. I think that's above on a level average. of one to ten though. Yeah, I would say that's seven and a half eight. to seven eight. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I you know how, how are you going to do that though? Just talking shop, right? Like you can't make like three levels of that. Well, I don't know that even tonight that soup yeah, was can. really like that was kind of family dinner. I'm not sure that that was necessarily R and D for something no, that, we'd yeah, have here that, that's and a, it's it's very rustic. Yeah, to, that was just something we kind of ate here in yeah. in the kitchen while we were doing some other prep. I tell you what, um, but I, we were talking about ways to do that. I, I was thinking about a way of micronizing it somehow and putting it in the soup dumpling or something like that. If you had any clientele, like an Amazon driver or any kind of truck driver, anyone who's who's having a, a beer and dinner and hitting the road, they would be all about that. Well, on a cold night, or that's a great hangover it's dish. Like, it's like a menudo. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect hangover, hangover dish. dish. It's a great hangover dish. Um, I mean, soup, when I'm hungover, that's all I want. Some kind of ethnic soup. Right. Some spice. You know, so it doesn't take some... too much effort. You mm-hmm. kind of just spoon it in. Yeah. It's salty. You don't need a fork it. and knife for yeah. it. Just sit there. A one utensil dish. Yeah. A one utensil dish. Watch Blind Tube, just something dumb on the TV. Nothing, nothing's better than too. I don't care. You know, ramen, udon, jjigae. I mean, stew, just beef stew, or like a really great like Irish stout based kind of shepherd's or pie, whatever, shepherd's something-y. pie, something. Right, short ribby. See, my my I'm I'm Irish, right? Last name's McGinty. Beef stew can be so bland and boring. Like you can have a bad beef stew right. a lot of times yeah. in a restaurant. Right, what Simon did tonight, I don't even want to put it in that realm of a right. beef stew. That was, great. that was way better because you had you had uh, pork belly, tofu. That what 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 was the noodle I couldn't get right? Those just rice cake. It's, it's just a, rice. It's a rice cake. Rice cake. So good, and the and the with the onions in there, right, and the kimchi and the. It you was, had uh, all icon in there as well. It was, yeah. it was good. It was good. Next week, it'd be like a it would be like a like a staff meal type situation. Just whip up a fat vat of that. Yeah, that'd be a family meal. Whoa, nice. that's kind of alliterated. With <clears throat> I guess you just proved that alliteration. You don't have to necessarily maybe have the. Did you just alliterate a rhyme? No, you just rhymed. I don't even remember what I said. So f- you could have a fat vat of that. A fat vat of that. Fat, F, vat, V, that, T. Well, it's not an alliteration. It's a rhyme. Right. I'm excited to hear about next week's pastrami sandwich. Can you give us a little insight? So we're going to thinly slice the pastrami. It's going to do about a three and a half day brine. I'm going to take it out. I'm going to let it air dry in the refrigerator for a full day and get what's called a pellicle that forms on the outside. And that's when everything dries on that meat and it gets that sticky film that forms a, a, a on the outside, right? right? A little sticky. Yeah. Gelatinous. And that way, when I put it in the smoker, that pellicle grabs the smoke and holds onto it. Mm. And that's what you want. So you know, obviously I don't want to pull it out of the brine and stick a dripping wet 
you know, I was actually about to say brisket, but I think what we're going to use is a is a plate, a beef plate. And that's uh, a cut that comes under the shoulder and it's a fatty cut. And if I can get a hold of one, I'd like to use a plate. If I can't, I'm going to do a brisket and then um, I'll put it in about Saturday in the brine and it'll be in there for three days. I'll take it out let it form a pellicle for, for a full day. And then Wednesday, uh, we'll smoke it off all day till it gets a nice, good internal temperature. And then I'll bring it out and then I'll steam it for another three hours to get it nice, fall apart just awesome. Then we'll thinly slice it and put it on some uh, homemade pretzel buns that we're going to do here next week. Um, we're going to try one with some kimchi on it. I'm also going to do a, a sauerkraut on one. And then I'm going to make a beer cheese and we'll just dunk the whole thing in some rad beer cheese. Maybe want to mess around with doing some uh, just uh, sautéed onions mm-hmm. too on there. Um, just really well-reduced onions and do like an onion jam. I mean, talk about it moving. I mean, that has me excited in parts of my body I never thought was, were imaginable. I think we talked foodie. about playing with a, a house mustard as well. Get something like that going. So, pretty exciting. That's next week. What else you got? Just kidding. That sounds so good. Oh my god. I mean, you're really kind of killing it. Night before Thanksgiving. I remember when we used to rage in Laguna the night before Thanksgiving. Now in our forties, we're gonna rage on food and do a podcast the night before Thanksgiving. It'll be sweet. And it we'll, sounds like a great time. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about we've done it before, but we'll talk about Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving traditions, some of the things that we're gonna do here. Um, I will have already started cooking for Thanksgiving when we're here doing the podcast that day. So, wow, Thanksgiving is here. I can't believe it. I can't believe the holidays are already here. I'm not ready to let go of summer yet. I have done zero shopping. I'm totally ill-prepared, and uh, and that's how we're going to move forward from here. So good luck to you out there, the listening audience. I hope that you are much more prepared for your forthcoming holidays than I am for mine. Um, and I wish you all the luck as you're dealing with friends and family and the wildness that can be holidays. Please try to focus on the reason for the season and enjoy yourselves out there. Shout out to all our active duty military. We hope that you find a way to be able to celebrate and enjoy your holiday and touch base with the loved ones that are at home and supporting you as we are here. Thank you to all the vets out there and the truck drivers that are keeping this economy going back and forth um, in these trying times and especially here during the holiday season. I have a, a good friend, shout out Paul Schieffer out there that I know is on the road and he always talks about how the holiday season is uh, is that much crazier for those who who uh, who make their living out there on the road? So good luck to you, Buenos Suerte. Thank you very much, and we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes podcast.